Hey, good morning. It's Monday morning. I hope you were good today. Hope you've had a great weekend. Uh, I know I had a great weekend this weekend. We had an awesome day at church yesterday. I, I joked we were the, our service yesterday was the Mama Hamels of church services. We had handbells, we had communion, we had a baptism, we had everything, you know. It was a, it was a great day to be back in, in the church, and we're excited about uh, things that are coming at St. Matthew's in the coming weeks. We're looking forward to some very exciting things for Palm Sunday and for Easter and for the weeks that to co- uh, come afterwards. So uh, I look forward to worshiping with you in person, uh, online, uh, however however you're able to connect to us at St. Matthew's um, or connect to wherever your, your home church is. I would encourage you to be, to be active in your home church now um, and in the days to come. Um, so I'm looking forward to a great week this week. Um, today, our um, read, one of our readings is going to come from uh, Romans. You know, we've been in Romans for a while on um, in the mornings. And so today's reading is going to come from Romans again today. Uh, Romans uh, Romans 4. Um, the suggested reading was Romans 4, 1 through 12. I'm not going to read all that. I want to, I want to skip around a little bit. But I really want to talk about something that says the beginning and then at the end of this passage. So Romans uh, Romans 4, 1 through 12, jumping around. Um, what are we to say was gained by Abraham, our ancestor, according to the flesh? For if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was reckoned to him as righteousness. Now, to the one who works, wages are not reckoned as a gift, but as something due. But to the one without works, but... But to the one who without works trust him who justifies the ungodly, so that's faith is reckoned for righteousness. Now, I want to skip to um, verse 10. How then was it reckoned to him? Was it before or after he had been circumcised? If it, it, it was not after, but before he was circumcised, he received the sign of the circumcision as a seal of the righteousness that he had by faith while he was still uncircumcised. For the purpose was to make him an ancestor of all who believed without being circumcised, and thus who have been righteousness, who have righteousness reckoned to them. And likewise, the ancestor of the, of the circumcised, who are not only circumcised, but who also followed the example of faith that our ancestor had before he was circumcised. Okay, what is going on here? Um, this is really interesting stuff when you really look at it. Um, it's talking about Abraham, and it's talking about how Abraham, Abraham is the... Um, Abraham's kind of the icon, the example, the, the 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 one we look to when it comes to faith. Um, Paul says many times throughout his works that Abraham um, Abraham is the icon of faith because he Abraham believed in that Abraham um, believed in that faith had faith and that faith was reckoned to him as righteousness. You see him talking about that here. That faith was reckoned to him as righteousness. In other words, Abraham had faith, and that faith was his righteousness. His righteousness was not a righteousness based off actions, but his righteousness wasn't righteousness based off faith. Faith is what made him righteous, not actions. Okay. What's happening here is there's a belief that, well, Abraham is righteous, and we, as the children of Abraham, are righteous because we have received circumcision, those who are Jewish. We've received circumcision, so we're we're righteous. And Paul's point is here, here saying, no, no, no. Abraham was had faith and that faith made him righteous before he was ever circumcised. So the circumcision was not the thing that made him righteous. The circumcision was a seal of his righteousness, and the circumcision showed that he was righteous. 
Okay. So that, that's that's what this is all talking about. There's it's a big debate you see in the early church, um, particularly among Jewish Christians and non-Jewish Christians. Should non-Christians be circumcised? So on things like that. Abraham's I mean, Paul's point is this: the thing that made Abraham righteous, the thing that made Abraham the father of all of our faith, is the fact that he had faith, and that faith was what made him righteous, not circumcision. Definitely not the law, because if you look at Abraham, there was no law given for Abraham. The law did not come to Moses. So Abraham, Abraham did not follow the Levitical law, because there's no Levitical law for Abraham to follow. There wasn't. It was. It hadn't been given yet. Abraham had had circumcision, and that circumcision was a sign of his righteousness, but his circumcision was not his righteousness. And I think for us as Christians, that is is the way that we should look at. Honestly, all of our faith. That um, going to church doesn't make you righteous. Going to church shows you shows that you are desiring a relationship with God, and it's an outgrowth of your righteousness. Serving others doesn't make you righteous, but serving others shows an outgrowth of your righteousness that comes through faith. Is the faith that always becomes before the actions. Now, Wesley was told by his um, mentor one time, preach faith till you have it, then when you have it, you'll preach it. I don't want to disconnect our actions too much from our faith because uh, there's something to be said for doing the right thing even if we don't feel it. In fact, that's, I, think that's one, I think that's one of the mistakes that we make as Christians sometimes is that, well, I didn't feel like this. I didn't feel like giving. I didn't feel like serving. I didn't feel like going to church. It doesn't matter. <laughs> What's I got to do with anything? We don't do these things because they feel good. We don't. We don't give or serve or obey or pray or read scripture or do these things because they make us feel good. That's not the point. I mean, it's a lot easier to hit your snooze button than it is to get and read your Bible, you know? We don't do it because it makes us feel good. We do it because it's an outward sign of our faithfulness, of our of our faith, our righteousness. But then when we are following faithfully, we do feel the warm fuzzies. We do, when we read God's word, experience his presence. When we do serve, we do see our neighbor as Jesus himself. And I, and I, th- I think part of the problem we face sometimes in life is that we've disconnected these two. Um, and we need them. My righteousness that is internal must affect the way I live. Because with Abraham, there can be no doubt that his righteousness affected how he lived. His faith, his righteousness, called him to leave behind Ur, where he where he lived, leave behind all of his family, leave behind everything he knew, he knew, and go to a different place. So yes, he was saved by his faith, but his faith most definitely produced a change of action. Same for us. Our faith is reckoned to us as righteousness, no doubt. Our faith is reckoned to us as righteousness. It's where it starts, it's where it begins. But a faith that doesn't produce some type of change in lifestyle, a faith that doesn't produce some type of change in action, a faith that doesn't produce some type of change in intent, you know, is really alive. I can tell you all day long I love my wife. I tell you all day long I love my wife. If I show no affection towards her, if I show no kindness towards her, if I show no change in my action towards her, if I don't treat her with love and respect 
things such as this? Do I really love her? I can say that I do. But what do my actions show? I can tell you all day, all day I love God. Tell you all day I have faith in God. But just as my love of, just think about human relationships. If you love somebody, it's going to change the way you act about them. Act with them. Think about your first love. The first person you had a crush on. Did your heart race when you saw them? Did you get excited when you thought about, thought about them? Think about, think about your spouse now. If you're married. Your significant other if you're not. Do you not get excited to see them? Do you not look forward to doing nice things for them? Does not your life, is not your life better for them? And does not your, does not that relationship change how you live? Of course it does. So if our human relationships indicate that our love is going to change how we act, should not our relationship with God follow much in the same manner? Abraham believed, and that belief was reckoned him as righteousness. It was not his actions that made him holy. It was his belief. And that came before circumcision. But because he believed and because he had faith, his life was different because of that faith. His life was different because of the faith and the love that he had for God. And so should our lives be. So should our lives be. So today, I pray that you remember how much God loves you. You remember how much you love God. I pray that you can see God's love through everything that happens today. You can remember just how much God loves you and how precious you are to him. And I pray that today you can have a life of living out his love for others to see so that others can know just how awesome God is. So I'm praying for you guys today. Have an awesome day. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow for Bible study, for devotional. Uh, join us Wednesday night for Bible study at church. Join us next Sunday for worship at St. Matthew's. Love you guys. Praying for you. Have an awesome Monday.